HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, uh, Ann Saxelby, and uh, our engineer and producer for today's show is Nat Wiener. Our sponsor is TechServe, and uh, I am your host, Ann Saxelby. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so today's episode of Cutting the Curd is devoted to Cheesetopia, this year's uh, American Cheese Society Conference taking place in Seattle from August 25th to the 29th. And uh, I'm really lucky today to be joined by two cheese superstars, uh, Sasha Davies and Kurt Damier, who've uh, helped mastermind this year's conference. Um, are you guys there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello, hello, welcome. Thanks. So long time no talk. I feel like, I don't know, the last time I saw both of you was probably at the ACS in, in Vermont. That's right, I think. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, well, thanks for thanks for joining me on the show today. Um, I wanted to, yeah, to talk to you guys about this year's American Cheese Society Conference and kind of get the scoop about uh, what's going to be going on and and all the fun things that you guys have been cooking up over the last couple months. Um, but before we talk about the ACS, I would love it if um, uh, Sasha and then Kurt, you guys could just tell me a little bit about what you guys do in the in the world of cheese and how you got involved with the ACS. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> or, or you can just pick one of those things. I know it's like <laughs> t- 10. <laughs> um, well, at the moment, I've had a... Um, kind of interesting trajectory through cheese, as I think most people who have worked in cheese probably would say the same thing. Uh, I've worked on the retail side of the business for a while, uh, and that's what I'm doing currently, running a small cheese counter here in Portland at a shop called Square Deal Wine and Cheese. And uh, I also am uh, looking forward to uh, my book coming out this September, which is a guide to uh, West Coast cheeses. So I've been participating in in that way as well. And I've been a member of ACS uh, 
since I started working at Murray's Cheese in New York, which was back in 2003, and have been attending the conference steadily since then and became a member of the board uh, two years ago and uh, got involved with the conference as soon as I found out it was going to be in my backyard and that Kurt was, uh, was the designated uh, chair of the event at that point. Um, so that's, that's kind of my story so far. Well, well, first of all, congratulations on the book. That's really awesome. I didn't know that that was, uh, that was in the works. Yeah. Um, well, and how appropriate. So people can use your book this year at the ACS. Is there like own personal guide to all the great cheese that's right around the corner? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Kurt, how about you? And, and I'm really sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. I was like, I, I don't know. I'm a Midwesterner. I tend to just be phonetic about things, but, <laughs> uh, you know, my name, my last name gets pronounced like lots of different ways. I liked the way you pronounced it. It made me sound very <laughs> she, she, <laughs> but it's actually Dammeyer. Dammeyer. Okay. Much more boring in German rather than <laughs> she, she in French. <laughs> I guess my business partner's French. Maybe he's like, I don't know, molded my mind in ways that I can't begin to imagine. <laughs> but I get, I get the Damier every once in a while and I'm happy to hear it. So no offense taken at all. All right. Uh, so I'm practically the exact opposite of Sasha. She's done everything in cheese, and I've basically been far more boring and just done one thing. Uh, and I'm the owner, founder of Beecher's Handmade Cheese in the it's in Seattle. Uh, we make our cheese in Pike Place Market. Our cheese is kind of we kind of describe it as kind of a cross between a chair and a Gruyere. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a cheese that is cheddared, but it doesn't use a traditional culture set from the cheddar cheese community. We have some um, Swiss style cultures in there as well. So the cheese itself, we like to say, it has the rich robustness of a cheddar, but the creamy finishing cookability of a Gruyere. And makes probably uh, some of the best macaroni and cheese in the world, which I've heard at your place is just like killer. Well, right from the start, my take on cheese, and when I started Beecher's, I really felt like that um, cheese didn't have to be fussy, that uh, good cheese should be just really good food and didn't have to be a fussy thing. And so my, my take on it right from the start was, was trying to create a cheese that would be ubiquitously likable and something that you could cook with but still be uh, really handmade and artisanal and, and, and good enough to kind of stand on a, on a world stage, if you will, although at a hopefully lower price point. That's um, awesome. That's like the best of all possible worlds in, in one bite of cheese. And, and this spectacular cheese that you're, that you're talking about, is this your flagship reserve? Well, our flagship and our flagship reserve. Uh, okay. Our our main the cheese we sell the most of is called flagship, and it is actually made in blocks aged in cryovac, but aged eighteen months before we sell any of it. So there's not kind of this um, rush to sell it until it's the very best it can be. Then we 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 started with that cheese. And then a couple of years in, we decided to take that very same cheese and age it in cheesecloth 
rather than in cryovac, which as I'm sure you you know, and maybe your your listeners do too, if you age cheese in cheesecloth, it loses quite a bit of moisture over time. Sure. So our our 18-pound wheel, um, 13 months later when we sell it, weighs only 16 pounds because it's lost two pounds of moisture. Wow. And it's had some effect of the molds that are on the outside. Whereas our regular flagship, which is aged in 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 cryovac bags, but aged out to 18 months, doesn't lose any weight, which kind of helps keep the price lower. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. And so, and how long have you been affiliated with ACS, Kurt? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I, we opened Features in November of 2003, and we were, I think we were the eighth cheesemaker in the state of Washington. And I think there's now probably getting pretty close to 50, wow. certainly over 40. Wow, that's awesome. And, and so I got involved in the cheese business at a kind of a, kind of a crossroads time. And so I actually got asked to be on the board of the American Society in my second year in the cheese business. Wow. Which has, so it feels like I've been there forever. And I guess I have, but I've only been in the cheese business itself for seven years. I think I've been on the board for five. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's, that's incredible. It's actually funny. I guess we all got into the cheese business at the same time. I, I started at Murray's in 2003 as well. And I feel like, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to see the, uh, the amazing direction that everybody is, has you know, taken and how much has been accomplished in such a short time. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, the, and, and I think we're, we're really only, you know, still toward the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Of the evolution. I, I expect here in Washington, if you went back 20 or 30 years, there was almost no wine business. There was maybe 10 or 15 wineries. And now there's a couple of thousand. I mean, wow, that and, many. I, and I expect that 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 same kind of thing will happen in, in cheese, where there will be just more and more and better and better local product. So that's pretty appropriate then that the um, the title of this year's ACS conference is is Cheesetopia and it's taking place in Washington state because it does seem like there is a state of Cheesetopia happening there for sure and throughout all the <laughs> Pacific Northwest. Well, the term Cheesetopia is one that Sasha and I kind of came up with that um, really tries to highlight the idea that Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia are really a single cheesemaking region. Uh, they all share a very similar geography, very similar sensibility, and uh, really the same climate. And so, you know, essentially terroir. Yeah. The, um, and I think when you collect up all three of those regions together, and view them as a single region, that they're really, we're really getting to the stage where we are on par with a, with a Vermont or, or a Wisconsin or a California. Not necessarily in terms of output, but in terms of quality and excitement. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say Seattle is like, it just seems like it's such a huge cheese town. I mean, you guys recently had uh, the Seattle Cheese Festival, right? Um, how was that? Well, the Seattle Cheese Festival has been going on for about five years, I think. Okay. And it may very well have been the first 
or one of the first of its kind. And uh, just some of the things that make it good also make it bad. It's it's a it's a swarm. There's just <laughs> it's, there's so 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 many people that um, you know that's really cool and and kind of awful at the same time <laughs> you see you see your place just overrun how many i mean i don't even know if you would uh if you would be able to guesstimate but how many pounds of cheese do you guys go through in the seattle cheese festival uh just that one day yeah i i don't know we sell about um i think it's a right around thirty thousand pounds of cheese a year Okay. Out of our store at Beecher's. Um, I, I don't really know how much on that one weekend. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, people just go crazy. Like, you know, I yeah. was wondering if it, like, cleaned out the stocks for, like, part of the year, but it sounds like it's... Well, it, in some ways, it's difficult for us because we're still selling cheese where right there in the festival, they're just giving it away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's the swarm thing, right? <laughs> you yeah. give away cheese, people just like, you know, are, uh, uh, you know, like, like flies to honey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to talk to you guys a little bit about, uh, about this year's conference and, and, and what's in store. Um, I don't know. Could, do you guys have any comments about, um, uh, you know, sort of the special events or how the how the festival is going to be set up or how the, the American Cheese Society is going to be set up? Well, there's kind of two two things that are important to talk about, I suppose. There's a couple little structural changes on the event side, but that's so that's one thing. But the probably first and foremost is this year's program is really uh, I, I'm totally convinced it's a huge leg up from prior in terms of the depth and the breadth. Uh, Sasha's done, and, and so Sasha and I kind of have divided this up. I'm kind of event guy, and she's program person. Okay. So <laughs> not not program girl, program. program person. <laughs> program person. We decided to be very politically correct about it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's the program chick. Yeah. Uh, so um, I, I just, I don't know if you've been on and, and registered. Are you coming to the to the? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm coming. I'm actually. I'm bad. I haven't officially registered yet, but I have it at the top of my thing. But oh, we have it now on new. radio that you're coming, and you have to register. Right. Oh. Ann Saxelby is actually one of our esteemed presenters at this year's. Oh, conference. okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, Good. yes. I am lucky enough to be on a panel with David Grottenstein and uh, Steve um, from Liberty Heights Fresh, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. So, uh, Sasha, you should talk about the program. It's pretty incredible, and uh, lots to talk about. So I I, um, I wish that I could take more credit for having come up with all of the uh, great ideas that are part of the program. However, the uh, approach that that uh, I took when looking at it was really to look at years of previous conference feedback and to pour over uh, the most recent year's programs and to try to to try to cover topics that are in some ways evergreen topics, but to take a new approach to them, looking at things that people wish they could learn about at conference or wish that people would have talked about in, um, in sessions that covered that topic, you know, last year, two years ago. 
So there's some of those, and then there are also areas uh, where really the focus is to try to provide information that small businesses could never afford to pay for on their own. So, for example, really, um, Kurt really was horrified that I was going to include some of these things because they sound like total snoozers. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> they're things that people really need. So information about product liability insurance for, you know, if you're getting into food production, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and information about succession planning. So although the industry is growing in leaps and bounds and we're seeing more cheesemakers come on board than ever before, we also have some of our veteran cheesemakers who are going to want to think about, you know, the dreaded R word, right, which is retiring. And maybe they're thinking about handing off the reins to um Republican. Yeah. <laughs> Republican is the other dreaded R word. Um, they may be thinking about that too, although I don't have anything on the program for them in that respect. But, you know, so we're trying to provide um, some, some uh, crisis planning tools for people, how to deal with the media if you ever have something, you know, like a recall or um, something major that happens with your business. Uh, so, so a lot of things that, um, that, like I said, that people couldn't afford to um, hire someone to consult uh, about those topics on their own. So we're trying to, to use the power of the group to uh, bring some of those things to conference attendees and to our membership. And then we have some awesome hands-on, um, or I shouldn't say hands-on because I don't know that everyone in the session will get their hands in the vat, but we will have live cheese-making demonstrations for people to attend that are led by some of the industry's most uh, revered cheesemakers. And I think those will be incredibly popular. Um, And and can anyone come to those? Like just a lay person could like sign up for that for the day and, and, and go and see how like, you know, how some of these amazing cheeses are made. Absolutely. So, um, you know, uh, definitely there is a place for cheese enthusiasts at the conference. Um, there's, there are, you know, many sessions that are devoted to um, more entry-level uh, topics like uh, how to, um, you know, develop your palate for um, sensory evaluation of cheese and um, what else? So the whole, a lot of tasting sessions, you know, why are blue cheeses all different from one another and what's going on with the molds and the science behind that and things that really would appeal to people who've been in the industry for a long time, but also definitely would not be overwhelming for someone who is just a crazy cheese lover who can't get enough and, you know, is out there looking for new, new information and new things to try. Um, and yes, those cheese making demonstrations would be, would be a fantastic place for someone who maybe has never actually seen their favorite food made, you know, which is, um, which is a moment that I definitely remember in my, um, in my entry to the, to the cheese world it was the first time I saw cheese being made. So it's just going to be, it's just going to be an incredible, uh, conference. We've got great presenters and, um, yeah, we're really excited about it. And then that's, you know, not even touching on any of the events. Well, well, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's a good place to take a break. Maybe uh, we'll take a really quick uh, break here in the studio. And when we come back, we'll talk about events and other things going on in Seattle during this year's American Cheese Society Conference. 
Welcome back to Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ann Saxelby. Our program today has been produced and engineered by Nat Wiener and has been generously sponsored by TechServe, Manhattan's Mac store par excellence. Um, I'm lucky today to be joined by Sasha Davies and Kurt Dameyer, organizers of this year's uh, American Cheese Society Conference, which is taking place in Seattle. And so I'm just like, I don't know, I I can't wait just hearing about all the all the programs. And now I don't know, you guys have a whole lineup of other special events going on. And it's just going to be insane. So um, what else is going on besides the programs where people are going to be uh, learning about cheese? Well, the biggest thing that we're excited about is a change in the format of the awards and the Festival of Cheese. Are there going to be, like, dancers and hula hoopers and stuff like that? <laughs> yes. Awesome. We're going to have a whole herd of dancing curds. <laughs> uh, totally Cirque du Soleil meets ACS. Yes. I can incredible. see it now. <laughs> like, foam rubber costumes are, like, bumping into each other on stage. It would be hilarious. And you'll have to jump a trapeze to come up and get your award. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, what we've done this year is we have combined the two events. I've long felt that the awards show generated such energy and excitement and that walking out of it is kind of a letdown because I always wanted the party to be happening right then. And so this year, got a chance to change it. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> so we're, we're hiring Benaroya Hall, which is the, the coolest venue in Seattle. It's the concert hall for the orchestra okay. and for the symphony uh, in downtown Seattle. It's really a spectacular, spectacular hall. And we're holding the award show, which we were referring to as the Cheese Oscars, right there <laughs> in, in the hall. Um, we're inviting the general public. Oh, We're going to be selling 1,000 tickets to the general public to come to the, the award show. But then the, the kicker is the award show is going to be followed instantly by the Festival of Cheese, which will be in the lobby of the hall. That is such and a so, good idea. And then it'll also be accompanied by uh, 15 or 20 each of the of Seattle's best restaurants and wineries. So it'll just be a foodie event that's never been seen in Seattle. Well, and I just have to interrupt for two seconds, because if any of our listeners haven't heard um, or haven't been to the ACS, and I'm imagining that's a lot of them, the, the Festival of Cheese is insane. It is a, a, an event that features every cheese that's been entered into the American Cheese Society competition, which is cut up and portioned out for you to sample and enjoy. And this year, there's probably going to be, what, over a thousand different kinds of cheese? 1,400 probably. Wow. Probably wow. 1,400 cheeses. And it's, so it's going to be like going to watch the Oscars, and then you, you get to go out and meet the actors, right, instantly. Or, said differently, it's like going to the Beard Awards, then getting to walk outside and eat the food of the people who won the awards. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I totally agree. I remember um, I went to the awards ceremony in Burlington a couple of years ago. And yeah, you're so happy for everybody about all, you know, that the they've accomplished. But then afterwards, yeah, I was kind of like, all right, where are we going to dinner? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that's so that's going to be a big, a big change and uh, a big event that we're working on and bringing in uh, a thousand of the general public 
and Michael Pollan to be the speaker who opens the awards show. That's kind of a it's a it's a big upgrade. I hope it's going to be very successful. I'm I'm quite I'm confident, but we're we're working on a lot of logistics and details for sure. Uh, we're also having tours that are a little more aggressive and interesting than have been done in the past. Okay. I like uh, the idea of an aggressive tour. <laughs> the the guide with the guide with the umbrella is like beating you over the head as exactly. if you like fall behind in line. <laughs> so uh, we're to kind of drive home the point about Cheetotopia and the single regionness that we're really promoting here. One one tour will come will leave from Vancouver, BC, and come through the cheese making region to the north of Seattle and come to Seattle. Another tour will leave from Portland and do the same thing in reverse. So uh, our membership can pick to fly into one of these other two cities. So you're kind of getting a, a twofer on your, on your um, cheesy vacation. Oh, my God. I have to do that. I have like a couple days before the conference, and I've never been, well, I've never been to Vancouver or Portland. So Oh, my God. I know. I know. Do it. Ridiculous. Portland is... So, so you want to go to Portland if you really like to spend time in a really cool um, foodie culture, really, uh, really kind of organic, and, and I don't mean so much organic in the capital O, uh, really uh, authentic. You go to Vancouver if you want to go to more of the high life. Okay. Uh, Vancouver's far more like San Francisco, and uh, Portland's more like Berkeley. Totally. Yeah. No, I think I, I, I'm. I, I I feel like Portland's calling my name. I'm a I'm a bike I'm a bike rider, and I feel like everyone in Portland is a bike rider and uh, has like yeah. chickens in their yard and stuff, and that just mm-hmm. seems really fun. Yeah. So they're both great, great cities, and. Uh, it's funny because then Seattle is really kind of a tweener, right, between the two. And geographically and sensibility-wise, it would be like, what do you think about that, Sasha? Yeah, I mean, I, I think all of the tours are going to be absolutely incredible. How, how long have, do they last? Can I ask? Uh, I mean, if you fly well, into one of those cities, what's the what's the trajectory? It's just you a fly one in, day. Spend the night, go, go to an event, and then the next morning you get on the bus. And uh, you'll stop at three cheese makers along the way and end up in Seattle around four o'clock. Wow. Wow. So fun. I mean, I feel like all the and things. Did I mention they're going to have liquor on them? <laughs> Party bus. <laughs> uh, liquor and, and cheese. It's going to be totally well, better wine. than prom. Well, wine and Way cheese. Way better than prom. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And people are probably going to be dressed better than that, too. Hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully. But we could we could wear formal wear. <laughs> they're gonna um, try. They're gonna uh, preview their wardrobe for the cheese Oscars oh, for on the, the- tour. <laughs> so we're hoping. Yeah. So Anne, you have to wear something really, uh, really fancy for the cheese Oscars now. Isn't there's no coming in your Birkenstocks? Oh man, I only own jeans and t-shirts now. It's really gotten pared <laughs> down. I like look at well, all these clothes that I had in college, and I was like, what was I doing? I was just like walking around like dressing up every day and now i'm just like nope well the brand new jeans then okay 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 i'll wear the new jeans not the cheesy smelling ones 
<laughs> um, so I mean, okay. So what do you guys think about this? Uh, uh, you know, and I don't know if anyone has ever, um, I'm sure that this happens all the time actually, but is there any way to convince the city of Seattle to let you guys put a giant fake cheese wedge on top of that building with the needle on top? I love that it's just the building with the needle on top. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any way you can thread the needle? Are you one of those cheese? people who has that Hudson River poster in your where anywhere <laughs> on the other side of the Hudson is like nowhere <laughs> i have the mississippi river poster because i was i grew up in chicago so i know oh you did okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so funny um so anyway it's the space needle space and needles. that was Sorry. our first pass when we first decided we were going to do it in seattle we were trying very hard to get a cheese wedge on top of the needle uh and ultimately uh failed oh so sad you guys are both so charming though i imagine you guys got closer than anybody else I'm pretty good friends with the family who owns the Space Needle. It's actually a privately owned building. Oh, wow. And uh, we got pretty far. The holdup, actually, in the end was the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, who was, gonna, who was kind of at one point considering paying for it. It's, it's expensive to... No one has a giant cheese hat that would fit on the top of the needle. Shocking. <laughs> so you'd have, to, Shocking you'd have to make one. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, there was fabrication costs to consider sure hmm well that i mean that i feel like just the fact that you guys really went for it and we're almost going to make it happen that is absolutely amazing and maybe you know on the website you could just like superimpose one and uh <laughs> put it put it out there for like the national endowment for the arts be like somebody fabricate this thing <laughs> so then people will know that building as the building with the needle and the cheese wedge on top yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cheese toothpick building. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so how do people sign up and find out about this wonderful conference? Uh, we've talked all about it, and then, but we don't know. You know, I know how to do it, but how does everybody else do it? CheeseSociety.org. CheeseSociety.org, everybody. That is the magical website. Um, and, uh, you can go on and I believe you can buy just a day pass. You can buy tickets for the whole conference. You can buy now this special extended super cheese tour buses and formal wear, um, the whole nine yards. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, and then the actual dates, um, is it starting on Wednesday, the 25th or is it starting on Thursday? The tours will happen on Wednesday, the 25th. But the, um, the program that's actually in Seattle at the conference site uh, will start on Thursday morning. Uh, and then the culminating event, uh, the Festival of Cheese, or as Kurt's calling it, the Cheese Oscars, is on Saturday evening. And then there's a big cheese fire sale that happens on Sunday, which is also something not to be missed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can load up your suitcase with like pounds and pounds of cheese for pennies on the dollar there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we are unfortunately out of time, but I just want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to, to talk with me about this conference because it's really exciting. And I feel like you, you guys really have, um, have changed things around. It's, it's, uh, there's an amazing amount of thought that's been put into it and it's going to be an absolutely wonderful conference. Hey, well, thanks for taking the time to, um, to talk to your listeners about it and, 
introduce them to the conference. We really, really appreciate the support. It's a pleasure. Very good. So if anyone out there listening wants to attend, again, the website for the American Cheese Society is www.cheesesociety.org. And I would encourage you all to try and make it out because it's always a, it's a hoot. Um, so thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Kurt. And we will see you next week on Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs>